Hey guys, this is April and this is from the heart of A. This is the podcast where we'll be keeping God first because we know he's always taking us higher and higher in him. We'll also be talking black culture, entrepreneurship, and women empowerment. Stay tuned. I have a very, very, very special guest. She's my sister. She's my mentor. And since I met her, we've been joined at the hip. And I want to introduce to you guys tonight, Miss Catherine Rita. Yes, yes, yes. I am so honored to be here. I'm so proud of you. Thank I'm you. Thank you so much. And before we get into anything on this episode, it was an idea given to my by my husband. And he said, babe, you should do an icebreaker on every episode. So I said, hmm, I like that. So I wanted to do a would you rather. So Kay, my question to you is, would you rather be without the internet for a week or be without your phone for a week and why? Oh, be without the internet. That's easy. <laughs> wow. I went without the internet for many years, to be <laughs> honest. I just got the internet uh, during quarantine, so really I, I, never the, I never had the internet at home. That's easy for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I would do the same thing without the internet, because I can't be without my phone. Yeah. I got to have that phone. <laughs> so I, I think I would say the same thing. But uh, I want to thank you, Kay, so much for joining me on this podcast. Um, we just want to tell a little bit about yourself and where you're from and all that. Yes, I am from Vicksburg, where I currently still live and reside, mm-hmm. and I am a youth mentor and community leader right here in Vicksburg, helping reach out to the community within arts and mentoring for teenagers here. We also have a phenomenal side to that, SOAR, which we're able to take a person from junior high, take a child from junior high, and they transition all the way into adulthood. I am married four years with my husband, Courtney Reed, and I am also an author, and I have a leadership mentorship program. So my heart is really serving the needs of teenagers in the community. And I am honored to be here with you. Oh, thank you. And thank you again so much for being on tonight. Um, you mentioned that you were married four years to my brother, Courtney. I love him so much, too. I love both of them, y'all. Um, how did you and Courtney meet before we get into the questions? How did you and Courtney meet? Let's start, let's start right there. Well, (laughs) we both have a different story. Okay. His story is we met in high school, but I didn't know him, but he knew me. Okay. Um, To be honest, I didn't know him then because I wasn't (laughs) supposed to know him like I know him now. Right, right, right. (laughs) But moving along to how we actually started talking and I feel like we met we actually, he came to a worship conference we were hosting, that I Can Fly was hosting. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I did not see my husband as my husband. Um, I knew there was something special about him. And I remember my sister, Katina, she was teaching. And I remember telling her that there's something special about him. Put him on stage. He needs to be ministering with us. Okay. Meaning he needs to be ministering the peace with radical praise, um, okay. the portion that she had. And it, it blossomed from there. Again, we were not dating at that time. I just saw a light up on this man. Mm-hmm. And 
about a couple, maybe a couple of months later, I had to call him about an evangelism event that he was over from okay. Mount Carmel Ministries. He was over the arts portion, and I called him a lot because he doesn't talk. So right. <laughs> I having to call him to pull the answers out of him, like the details about the event. And I can remember telling him on one of the calls, I'm not going to call you anymore. I'm not going to call you anymore. I'm not going to bother you. And here, here was his line. He said, oh, no, you can call me anytime. You're not bothering me. I was like, oh, check oh, him so, out. So, 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 yeah. bro shot the shot. Bro shot the shot. He, he, he shot his shots real deep. Yeah, I, I <laughs> right, right. Now, if he tell the story, he'll say, nah, I ain't say it like that. But we we dating to this point, and I did not approach him first. So he shot his shot. He shot his shot, sis. He shot his yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I love that. So um, since being married for four years now, how would you say you balance your personal life versus your ministry life? How does that flow in your life? I would say intentional planning. Um, I am a planner and I love to plan things out, but I w it has to be intentional because it can get overwhelming. And sometimes, you know, with the large circle that I have, ministry family, my personal family, my husband, mm -hmm. I have to do intentional planning. And then the difference is I actually love my husband. So right. it makes a difference in the world. I actually want to be around him. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Some couples don't like being around, like being around each other. No, they don't. They, don't. they can't handle it. <laughs> but I actually want to spend time with my husband. And it's one of my love languages, um, that time and affection. Yeah. So I need that. So I have to do intentional planning so that we can actually have that time. And balance is very, very important to me. Because I get to miss yeah. my husband. I know that's right, sis. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. Okay. Yeah. I love that. All right. So um, would you say there was ever a time because... You're very busy. <laughs> For those who don't know Kate, she's a very busy person. <laughs> yes. So would you say there was ever a time where you felt like you were doing too much ministry or spending too much time at work versus spending time on your marriage? How was that? Years ago, I would say no. Mm -hmm. There was never a time where I was doing too much ministry. Okay. Um, years ago, I was on a never landing plane, literally. Mm -hmm. I never came down for air. Right. Um, I don't know what, I, I guess I had drama mean up there all the time, but I, <laughs> for real, I never came down and I was just fueled by the Holy Spirit and I, anything and everything, I was on fire for God and I'm still on fire for God. I just understand how to balance it better. And now I can feel a shift in my life. It's it's like passing a torch to other people. Um, at that time, God was using me in one light, and now I'm passing the torch down to so many others, and God is shifting me to where my dream and my goal of having my own personal family, meaning expanding our family from just the two of us to children, is starting to ignite inside of me. So I can feel a shift now, but in the past, I would have answered that question and say, oh, no. We got to go for We got to go. Oh, but God, God shifts. He definitely shifts in many seasons. Yeah. He does. Yeah, I love that. And to my listeners, please keep that word in mind, seasons, because we're going to get to that in just a minute. But, um, Kay, you said um, it's a balance to marriage, and it is. So what would you say keeps you and Courtney centered in your marriage? Of course, God. Right. Um, 
and the fact that we actually want it to work. So we are constantly working on ourselves to create a pure marriage, you know, asking God to create in us a clean heart. Yeah. And then the other thing is we, we read books together, um, uh -huh. listen to different sermons. That has always been a plus for us. Right. And the last thing, it is so important because I heard you and Marique on, um, episode one talk about marriage counseling right and so that is a phenomenal tool that more couples need to take advantage of because right. it teaches you about your spouse to be and even after getting married courtney mm -hmm. and i you know shout out to the dents because they were very very instrumental and still yeah. is instrumental for for many years in getting us to the point where we were ready for marriage let me put yeah. it like that yeah. Um, because just because we have an idea of marriage doesn't mean that we're actually ready to be with right. the person. Um, right. But they really counseled us. And to this day, we have phenomenal, um, we have a sister and a brother, phenomenal friends that are dear to us. Shout right. out to Manya and Mike Williams because we did what we call weekly counseling. And it okay. really helped um, still to this day, even if we didn't do anything but just ate pizza that week. You know, right. just, Right. Married couples, it gave us the opportunity to talk. Now, don't get it twisted. Some weeks we ain't eat pizza. Some weeks we was, you know, having some heated conversation. I mean, heated. <laughs> heated. <laughs> but it definitely helped us. Um, yeah. The counseling, the continuous counseling and accountability yeah. from people who have been married for right. many years definitely helps with the transparency of them pouring into us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so how has your marriage made you grow spiritually? Humility. Not mm -hmm. me to my knees. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Talk not, about the series. <laughs> not just because of him. I don't want it to feel like, you know, I'm talking about him. The both of us have had right. to grow spiritually. So I always say my prayers before saying I do was like playing patty cake. But mm -hmm. after saying I do, it was some serious knock me to my knees like, oh no, you're going to go deeper in prayer, you know, through your marriage. And so when you take two people with two different ideas and mindsets yeah. and the baggage that we have, you know, becoming one and then we had to understand we were really coming together as a kingdom couple. And so the enemy was always and still is always you know trying to plant seeds within us and 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 nag us so we always have to remember that we're fighting the different spirits and not right. each other so right. it, it's it's phenomenal and it's beautiful i love my husband everybody that know me i, I love me some courtney yes, i really want to jack him up sometimes but i love right. my husband right. I yes ma'am so, yes ma'am Humility, yes, yes, and yes, then being transparent with one another. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I asked Maurice last week, and I'll ask you this week. Um, if you had to give advice to say a couple who was kind of hesitant on getting married, what advice would you give? It depends on the couple I'm talking to. I'm gonna be real. Okay. Um, if it's a couple. It depends on how close they are to me. You know, we can give general answers as far as, you know, telling them that it's the thing that God, is God's design, it's ordained by God. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell people, um, if you know that you love that person and you want to be with that person, my thing is 
what is it about that person that you feel is not worth you making an extra step? You're already committed to them. So why not commit on a godly level to inherit the blessings that God has for you? Mm-hmm. So that's that's my answer and then depending on who it is with our young people you know you have to go ahead and break it down to them and tell them now i don't mean no harm but you know <laughs> okay come on now I didn't come on now there. come on now um come on now <laughs> yeah fornicating that that ain't that ain't nothing to play with so right. you playing with your soul and where you right. will lie you know for the rest of eternal life so um don't play with it but and, and when i said i've been there i want my listeners to say oh she and courtney been there no we didn't we, <laughs> right. we stay celibate until marriage but right. i've been there in the past um so i would tell people go on, make make that extra step and, yeah. and commit yourself to yeah. that person as unto god yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. Okay. So kind of shifting from marriage to your book, um, for my listener, Kay is an author and she wrote the book Seasons, Travelling Through the Storm While Preparing for the Harvest. Where did you get the name? Let me start there. I love that name. I did, <laughs> I, where did the name come from? I love it. Where did the name come from, sis? <laughs> um first my life and then guess what my husband (laughs) okay 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 my husband he was very instrumental um at the last minute break of dawn with this book so (laughs) yeah i'm just being honest my my life journey you Mm -hmm. know understanding who i am and who god the different seasons god has taken me through but my husband was very instrumental as well um he's very 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 gifted with words yes he is Yes. yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, so what inspired you to write the book? I was doing a final assignment for Dancing for Him School. I was in year two. Mm-hmm. assignment that I actually overlooked on my syllabus okay. and I saw this assignment the week before it was due mm. <laughs> and of course <laughs> I panicked a little bit like oh my god how can I right. write a book in a week right. but it wasn't her fault meaning it wasn't Pastor Lynn's fault it was my fault that I overlooked the assignment and so I had one week and the inspiration was I wanted to graduate I mean right. I had grown two years at this point and I wanted to finish the course so I had to dig deep and write this book and yeah. it was already written that's what God had to tell me you know as I was sitting there saying I need a book I need a book he said the book is already written you just have to put it on paper the book had been written for many years mm-hmm. so the school I was in the final assignment <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 so in the book you mentioned not uniting with your dad until years later how was that growing up for you well, growing up, I was, you're a strong individual, just like you see today. I was that strong person. And so I indulged myself in so many things, um, some positive and some negative, meaning mm-hmm. I joined every organization, club, you know, even in church, I was heavy, heavily involved. And then some negative things as well, because I was that chick who I felt like, oh, I need a boyfriend, you know, Mm -hmm. that ain't always good. Mm -hmm. So I indulged myself into things to keep it in the back of my mind, almost like keeping it away from the forefront. 
So um, growing up, it didn't seem harsh. I always had a glimpse of hope, though, because I had an aunt on my dad's side. Her name is Didi. Shout out okay. to her. She always gave me a glimpse of hope um, okay. because she was always there, pure angel. And now that I'm 37, though, looking back, mm -hmm. you know, when you have those transparent moments with yourself and God. Yeah. And he's talking to you. Oh, it was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah. the spirits that I was open to, you know, I shouldn't have been, but I was trying to fill voids. Mm -hmm. That's why I say it was horrific. Um, but it's a beautiful end. Let yeah. me say that, you know. Um, yeah. do I think my life would have been different? Yeah, I'm sure it would have been. Mm -hmm. I probably, you know, would have been a CEO of a company. Mm -hmm. Um, because I I know I have a, a large family support now i mean right. my family is awesome to me right. but right. just imagine that extra boost and that advantage of having a two-parent household providing yeah. you know and pushing me it the sky would have really been the limit lord um yeah. so yeah. my husband said i would have been spoiled beyond repair but <laughs> right right he said i probably would not be able to be with you and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay all right <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so you mentioned dealing with rejection in the book. What advice would you give someone who maybe grew up without a father and they're also dealing with rejection? I would first say there is hope. There is always hope. My story mm -hmm. looked hopeless for many, many years. Mm -hmm. um, even my husband prophesied to me at a table, mm -hmm. to be honest that my dad was about to come into my life and I'll never forget. I mm -hmm. looked at him like, oh, <laughs> anyway, you right. know, right. Oh, I've been dealing with this for how long? Uh, you can go ahead and switch topics. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm right now, but anyway. Right. Um, but there is always hope. And then I would tell him to love, love yourself, you know, um, regardless of the way you grow up. God can still turn those cards in your favor, even if it seems like you have a disadvantage. So despite how you grow up, yeah. you still have the almighty God on your side and you can be who you're supposed to be and yeah. who you're called to be and you can achieve things and do the things that you want. So I would say love yourself and know that you are worth, you, yeah. you are worthy of the love um, that you give to yourself. So be, be positive about yourself and then make sure you position yourself around the people who actually build you up. That's very important. You know, there's always, I, I believe that we serve a God that's going to provide someone in our light to give us hope. We just have to be open to them giving us that light. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, okay. Take me to the day where you and your father reunited. What was that like? It was funny because I was teaching us. <laughs> I was teaching a leaders class that day mm -hmm. and my mom interrupted the class told me you know I had to end early and I you know I'm a very vocal person even with <laughs> right. my mom I'm like why well, well, I got to end my class well, I had to end my class there and I was going on right and I remember her ending the class because we had something important you know and and I'm not a big person on surprises um yeah. I'm like look y'all ain't got to do all of that <laughs> right. okay I'm fine so anyway, my mom ended up taking me to Shoney's. Mm -hmm. 
And I come in, and there's who? There's my dad, and I mean, my dad smiling yeah. from ear to ear. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what is this about? You know, I, I had mixed emotions, but everything I had rehearsed up until that point, I did not say or do. I always saw myself, you know, kind of clumping them upside the head. And my dad knows I love him to death. I really right. Um, right. He can listen to this podcast, and he know we we ride or dies. It's, right. It's, it's a beautiful end, but um, we met at Shawnee's. It, it was beautiful, but I remember, boy, we all kind of have the same <laughs> smile. So it was like seeing my family standing over there with these big smiles, and I'm right. like, what right. going on? What is this? Right. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, and you said, till this day, it had a beautiful end. Yeah. Um, so you also mentioned in your book how that even though you spent all that time without your dad, you still chose to show him the love of Christ. And I think that's so important today because I feel like so many times we hold on to grudges a lot. Right. And my thing is, if Christ forgives us, then we have to be able to forgive others, right? That's it. That's it right there. Right. So you said in your book, you chose to love your dad in spite of. How can we show the love of Christ in spite of? with an intentional choice um mm-hmm. and, and that that's it my word is intentional as you can see it has yes. to be a choice that we make because we can very well hold those grudges but you have to ask yourself what would it solve right. um it, nothing you would go more exactly. years. i had already gone you know 33 years so my thing is i don't know how long i'm going to be on this earth exactly. so why damage many more years holding on when I can go ahead and open up and really start the healing process of the uniting with us. So it's a choice to me to love and then be reminded, you know, that just like you just stated, I had many, many things that God could have said, you know, because of this or because of that, I choose not to love you. And so you have to be reminded that we are called to love as Christ loves us, you know, to forgive. And that doesn't mean that you're going to forget, you know, it's still a journey, a a healing journey. And I have good days. I have bad days. I have awful days. I have beautiful days. You know, I see the joy, rainbow. I'm just being transparent, but I chose to love my day. It was something that I always wanted and I did not want to be the person to damage it um when God was presenting the opportunity and I thank my mom let me say this yeah I thank my mom because even after so many years she could have held on to bitterness but she made it happen and so I thank her for continually reaching out to him um and making it happen right 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 shout out to mama mama Kathleen She's the I Can Fly mom, and we love her. So shout out to your mom. (laughs) Um, And as we kind of transition from the book, also, if you would like to purchase Kay's book, uh, where can they find your book, Kay? They can find it on our website, www.teamreadco.com, T-E-A-M-R-E-E-D-C-O.com, or they can purchase the book straight through Amazon. Okay, okay, okay. Um kind of transitioning from the book um okay how long have you been mom and before you answer that question i mind um k has been my mentor now for some years <laughs> um i have been attached to her hip since i met her she mentors me and mom so okay how long have you been mom and dancing 
I know, right? I have, woo, a long time. I have right. been doing flags now for 23 years, um, worship dance 17, and mom 10 years. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And you just launched your okay. new cage full of dance. So can you kind of tell us about that? Yes, I can. Um, the idea came from I Can Fly Ministries, which is the arts and mentoring yes. um, ministries. Shout, Shout out to, to I Can Fly. Fly Ministries. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know, my heart, fam. Yes. Um, I Can Fly Ministries is focused on a target group of teenagers in the community. And we tried expanding it, but that's the vision that God gave us. So we try to stick to that vision with the teenagers. Pulling on me over the years, you know, they would want more than that one time conference that yeah. we were hopes for the younger children and even the adults had been pulling on me. So I asked God, I you know, God, me. give me a way. <laughs> yeah. I, I give me a way to pull yeah. yeah, you're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> so put a, put a, we're going to put a cover right there. Okay, so guys, I wanted to join Active Fly Ministries, right? But I was like grown. So I remember reaching out to Kay, and I was like, okay, <laughs> he cannot join. <laughs> so many people ask that question, and I'm right. like, we, we don't have adult members. I'm sorry. It's for the children. But but God worked it out because God, get, God said they can come on board, but they're trained as leaders and mentors. Yeah. So um, that, that was the phenomenal way you know, to get you on board. He worked right. it out, but so many people ask that right. question of, I want to join, and I'm like, well. <laughs> right, right, right. So what you were saying about your school of dance, how, how is it different from African Black? Basically, it offers the teaching of liturgical dance and mime. Um, it does okay. include classes such as leadership, um, but it's the teaching of dance and mime. And I Can Fly is actually the ministry. It is ministry as far as mentoring a child through the years um, with different mentoring sessions. But K School of Dance is the teaching of dance and mime. Okay. And it includes all ages, ages five through adults. Okay. Okay, okay. So how would people sign up if they want to take a class or they just kind of want to reach out to you as far as the dance and mom? They can actually go through that same website, www.teamrecode.com. They can go through that website and it has all the information um, for K School of Dance so that they can get an overview and they can actually sign up for classes on that same website. Okay, okay, okay. So there you have it, you guys. From my heart to yours, this has been a phenomenal night. I really thank my sister for coming on with me tonight. And Kay, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners tonight? Um, no, just blessings to each and every person. Um, and I thank you so much for the opportunity. This has been exciting to yes. have this interview. This this is really exciting. I'm very proud of you. Oh, uh, thank you so much. And also, you guys, Kay will be joining me. This August the 15th in Clinton at 6 p.m. She's going to host my husband and I, her husband, Courtney, and her will be hosting myself and Maureen. Yeah. We'll be having a concert that night, and I'm really looking forward to what God is going to do on that night. Um, so, yeah, I encourage you guys to come. It's going to be a great time in God. So, I hope to see you guys there. And again, thank you to my sister. 
And I love you guys. And I pray that God's blessings continue to keep you guys. And we love y'all.